to this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored in our sixth season. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And thank you to the people at Feedspot. Because we have been selected, that is, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, has been selected by their panelists as one of the top 50 doctor podcasts. So check them out, ladies and gentlemen, feedspot.com. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. Because gratitude has measurable beneficial effects on your mood and on your immunity and on your hormones, especially cortisol. Happiness, ladies and gentlemen, is a lifestyle. And again, I just want to remind you that we have uh, two qualities that we should keep using, and that is our powers of logic and imagination so that we can uh, analyze any situation and so what you know, see through to its validity, whether it's BS or not. And we need to have our imagination so we can keep going in these, these troubling times. So I welcome you. Uh, so we've talked a lot about different subjects in the past year. And I started the year talking about immunity. Our, our political science doctors, science is politics, not medicine. And not real science. They talk about things they can sell or inject. But we have uh, our own immune system. 
that we uh, have been talking about, I have been talking about. I've been asking you to have a superior interior. Keep your gut happy, therefore your immune system happy. With a strong immunity, we can get through, through, through just about anything. I was thinking about Winnie the Pooh the other day, and uh, Christopher Robin said to Winnie the Pooh, always remember, you are braver than you, than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. So remember those words, and there are a lot of things you can do every day to stay healthy, and to maintain a strong immune system and even help to prevent some diseases that aren't even here yet. So we're going to talk about what is health and how to stay and perform like Tom Brady. That'd be great. And I want to thank uh, Dr. T for uh, tuning in today. So, you know, things have changed, right? Fear, uncertainty, still waiting to see how things are, are going to work out and how all these events have disconnected us from our routines, our environment, from other people, from social relationships, and even disconnected ourselves from ourselves. And now more than ever, you have to be the CEO of your own body. And more now than ever, it is important to turn to self-care. Because how we love and care for ourselves and how we love each other not only impacts disease, but also resilience, depression and anxiety, sleep issues, how we perform. Self-care is the true health care. Our bodies are infinitely smart. Some people call it a vital force. You have to learn to tune into it. Passion, healing, love. There's a good book out called Love is Medicine by Razzie Berry. That's a good one to uh, Check out that may help you to get back to your sense of normalcy, how to practice self-care and accountability, <clears throat> even if you're isolated. So what is health? Great question. I don't know that I really have the answer that you'll like. Because the doctors of today can shut off your symptoms by giving you a drug, but is that help? If you've taken the jab, you can transmit the virus without any symptoms. But because you don't have symptoms, are you healthy? The World Health Organization says that health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. 
sort of like this definition because it can change from one minute to the next. So it really means uh, health is a holistic state of adapting and thriving in the face of challenges. So if you can, your body can adapt and thrive without symptoms, feeling good, that may be one definition of health. It's an interesting topic, and I don't know that I'll have the answer for you, but we're going to start discussing it. We may ask a couple other people to join us in the coming weeks to discuss this. Why it's really vital. Because the British Medical Journal reviewed a study and and found that many factors are now driving overdiagnosis because now we're, they were thinking more is better. They, they went into the financial uh, incentive, exp expanding disease definition, lowering treatment thresholds. In other words, you know, say, take cholesterol. It was 20 years ago, it was normal to have a, uh, a cholesterol of. Uh, 200 plus your age. Now it's, I think it's under 200. So we'll maybe get into those type of uh, discussions. Because it, it seems to me that the current state of affairs is you're sick. You just don't know it yet. You take a negative approach. And what is disease may seem like an easy question. You probably should learn that on, on day one of medical school. But how do you define the disease and its absence? So, is health the absence of disease? Is disease the absence of health? Just keep going around in a circle, right? Disease can refer to a combination of things, signs and symptoms. But there's no universally accepted criteria for defining disease. And how do you differentiate real diseases from human behaviors? How about low back pain? You know, low back pain is a worldwide problem accounting for, oh, I forget, 83 million years of life and something like that, some crazy number. Is low back pain a disease? Or is it a symptom? Does low back pain mean there's some serious pathology? Answer, infection. And for most individual individuals, it's a benign problem. And there's, you'll never find a reason for it. A lot of people go through life with all kinds of treatments and never get, get over it. Sometimes they're labeled. If they're labeled, they get, they get the ability to adapt to that sick role and maybe undergo costly invasive treatments.
what I'm getting. So what is really, what is health? It looks like the pharmaceutical and medical profession can keep expanding what a disease is. And they keep making it easy to get tested to say you're sick. Probably in the near future, it will be possible for everyone to be sick. And that would what? Require drugs, pharmacological treatments. Pretty soon we'll have pre, beside pre-hypertension we'll and pre-diabetes, we'll have pre-pre-hypertension and pre-pre-diabetes. So we can be categorized and need treatment. So, I don't know that we're going to have an answer you'll like at the end of this series, but there are the things that we need to talk about. We need to talk about fear, hysteria, that affects how we I want to talk today, start out with some general facts and again emphasize what nothing, no one is talking about are your personal immune system. Because that is key. Good friend would say that is key, personal, your personal immune system. It's your first line of defense against any injury, any infection any pathogen. And toward the end of our talking, maybe in a couple weeks, we have to talk about electromagnetic fields. Because they decrease our intestinal microbiome. They increase the pores and let the blood-brain barrier leak. Remember, I keep referring back to the book, The Invisible Rainbow, which shares some little known facts that influenza of 1889 coincided with the electrical power age. The Spanish flu of 1918 coincided with the radio era. The Asian flu of 1957 coincided with the radar era. The North American influenza crisis of 1996 coincided with the cell phone era. So, compromising our immune system. We have to talk about our diet. Our diet is not only what we eat, it is what we watch. Well, what you're being brainwashed every day, 24-7. What you listen to. What you read. Your diet also involves the people you hang around with. And the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. That's your diet. There, they, we should be paying attention to that to stay healthy. 
Why do you want to continue to listen to negative news? Be brainwashed. And there is no dissenting opinions being allowed. Think about that. No dissenting opinions. So we're going to get old, we're going to age, but we want to make it natural. We want to be as young as possible as we age. One of the things I hope to be bringing is attention. And as I said, how would you like to perform like Tom Brady when you're at an old age? So what is health? So we'll see what happens after a couple episodes, see if we can answer that question. And we'll talk about what can influence this health, influence this gut. And I will spend probably one podcast on artificial sweeteners. Probably most of the time on aspartame, because it's the world's most widely used artificial sweetener. And it's been associated with cancer, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's disease, seizure, stroke, dementia. And negative effects on intestinal dysbiosis. What is that? It, it interferes with your natural microbiome, your second brain, where your 70 to 80% of your, of your immune system resides. It can interfere with mood, headaches, and migraines. And most important, nobody seems to be talking about. There is evidence linking aspartame to weight gain, increased appetite. So is, is it really a diet product that makes you gain weight? So, you know, when I thought about having, talking about this in this podcast, I really, uh, it is hard for me to, to just to get everything together and see what I want to say. So um, I'm just back to the high beam board. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining in. And um, Joe, I'm not going to talk about the vaccines today until I get a clearer indication of what's going on and what's going to be censored. You know what happened to Joe Marcola, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, right now, I'm going to keep it so that we keep our immune systems healthy. Okay, and uh, I have made my opinions noted on the experimental shots. They are experimental. I'm going to hold off for a while to see where this is going because I, I'm, I'm not in this and I don't make any money from this. But, um, I'd like to continue doing it. And I, I hope they don't uh, shut me down. You know, they're shutting people down. You start talking about COVID, start talking about children's health defense, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Lee Merritt. You start saying things like, uh, you know, people spend more time in research on buying a, a used car than they do on getting a shot in their arm. Why is this shot so important? Why have there been over 40,000 deaths? 
mean, that's that, that's stuff you can look up on the uh, CDC website, so I shouldn't give it to you for that. But I'm not going to talk about them right now. I have to see how things are going. Excuse me. Concerted uh, effect to uh, shut people down. You know, but I can talk about the AMA. As we know, their history is it's out there. Right on the beginning, they wanted a one-size-fits-all medicine. In 1910, we know John D. Rockefeller and the Carnegie Foundation funded this Abraham Flexner report that just killed was anything natural, herbal, homeopathic remedies. It just were killed. Medical schools were forced to comply. Then they were able to lose support. So, um, you know, chiropractors were chiropractors were, were demonized. In 1992, in fact, the AMA said that it is ethical for a physician to associate professionally with chiropractors. Why did they teach in a recognized school of chiropractic? I mean, come on. Well, we are becoming a drug addicted nation and we have to, well, be, be careful. And I don't, you know, where do I want to go with this? Well, I, I do want you to promote your own health awareness. And that, that, that's where I'm going to go with this. I don't want you to be addicted to prescription drugs of any kind. Sometimes you need them. But I, I always want you to ask your physicians, your healthcare providers, if there's a different way. And just remember something you're not going to hear. You heard it on this program a couple of weeks ago when I talked about death by modern medicine. Legal drugs kill over 100,000 people a year. That's legally prescribed drugs. How the heck are you going to be healthy if you're dead? New England Journal of Medicine said there was like what? What did I? My number was uh, an estimated two million people are victims of prescription substances. And this is why you need to continue to work, get as much information as possible. You know, these next couple of weeks we're, we'll be talking about farm. Farm and fish, and how what happens in these fish farms? We'll go back and revisit the 85,000 chemicals in our environment. Now, keep insisting, like I did last week with vitamin B12, it's really important, especially with everybody now having nerve pain and everything else, it's important to supplement. So, um, Joey, I'm sorry, again, I'm not going to answer that question right now. I will get to it since I see where, where everything is headed. Okay. Just know that um, mRNA vaccine was developed by Dr. Malone, and he asked questions about it. People should receive it. There are other virologists around the country. Noted Nobel Prize winning ones like Montague, who have questions about 
Dr. Fauci has no question about it, but he's a political scientist. I don't, I don't consider him a real scientist. As a public relations person, he gets him on television times a month or whatever. And I don't know who's pulling these strings, to be honest with you. Somebody is. I heard he was a nice guy at one time. So we want to live and when we die, we want to be very young. We want to take into account these 85,000 new chemicals are in our environment. We want to be conscious of how food processing has stripped half of the vitamins and metal, minerals from our diet, how we are sleeping less. You know, the average sleep time has dropped from nine to six and three quarter hours a night. Not exercising, we're pushing buttons. Our, our bodies were made to move. And I'll never forget a saying of one of my professors running water doesn't freeze. And we've made some great uh, advances, right, in healthcare. Antibiotics, toilets. And I think one of the best advances we made was Novocaine. Think about that. But we are facing many, many challenges that result in our immune system getting stressed out. We have more chronic diseases now than ever. Great time in our history, but we have to be, we have to know what tools are out there and how to use them. Dr. Tito Teitelbaum talks about youthful aging, I believe that. Living a long life while staying healthy. We have to uh, be reacquainted with natural medicine, the way we use our vitamins and herbs. Because they, that we have improved in those areas. Why? Because of scientific progress. We can't deny the progress. You know, there are studies out there that show that a combination of, say, curcumin and osmila can be very effective in keeping your joints healthy and pain free. So that might be a natural uh, alternative for some out there that are taking uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Curcumin is, has been associated with a lower risk of Alzheimer's. We should know that. We should remember there is no effective medical treatment as of right now. And as I talked about months ago, some of the Medicines out there, like the anti-cholinergies, the antihistamines, actually can increase your risk of Alzheimer's. So, you know, why not treat it naturally and, and give it a shot? So why don't we give natural medicine a chance to treat some, some of our health problems if we have that opportunity? And tune up our bodies, re-energize our body, re-energize our minds. Stay positive. Learn how to handle fear. Because fear and panic are ways 
that people can use to control us. You know, there often has been an analogy to automobiles in this, whereas if you have a gas-powered automobile, you put diesel fuel in it, it doesn't run too good, does it? And vice versa. So we have a body that life that has been used to for centuries, eating food that does not have pesticides, herbicides, Roundup, and whatever other chemicals. All of a sudden, you put in this jump. Where is this not going to run right? You have your car and you don't have it tuned up for whatever, 50, 70,000 miles. It's going to run like an old car. But you know, you put a, some good, good fuel in it and have it tuned up. It's a spark plugs or whatever. I run better. You might say, wow, this feels good again. So there are uh, tune-ups we can do for our bodies, too. We can talk about and I want to talk about what's going on between our brains and our immune system. Because they, they, are, they are connected. But brain axes. So I'm glad uh, you can hear me today. That's, I guess that's good. I hope I'm giving you something to think about. Well, maybe we should start with a healthy gut. Because a healthy gut and a healthy mind are really important, wouldn't you say? You know, just as a matter of talking, we have more genes from bacteria and viruses that live in our bodies than we have of human genes. Most of our genes are not from human cells, but they come from the trillions of micro, micro, microbes that live in our body. The viruses, the parasites, well, there's mainly bacteria and viruses, <clears throat> very few parasites, thank goodness. And hundreds of trillions of microorganisms and you know where they live? In your intestines. So round numbers say 100 trillion microorganisms. That's 10 times more than the number of human cells. So we have to keep that environment in our gut healthy. Just like you, if you had a garden, you know, you want to the soil healthy so everything grows and flourishes. And I'm not going to get into good bacteria, bad bacteria. If you're eating healthy and good food and you're supplementing with freedom probiotics, okay. Now, but you can't go ahead and drink diet soda. Drink a drink uh, Lots of milk. I'm just talking to my grandson the other day. You know, we just I just emphasize again that the humans are the only ones that drink milk after they've been weaned. Lions don't keep drinking milk. Elephants, you name it, you cats, dogs, they don't go back to the mother's teeth to get more milk. They get weaned away from it. For some reason, humans continue to drink milk. 
If we keep our gut healthy, digestion will be better. We'll, we'll absorb the nutrients that we take in. There's only one cell lining between our gut and what we get through it. We'll keep that all resisted, letting toxins pass through it. Gut is now being shown to be important in neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's. And it will keep the, uh, if we keep our gut environment healthy, it'll, it will prevent the growth of the bad bacteria. So really it's important. And those of you that have been with me for this year and a half, uh, Chinese virus, that's, I started off that way. If we have a superior interior, we can fight off anything. A hundred years ago, Metchikov, Russian immunologist, he, he, he figured out that a healthy gut environment would help combat senility, and at that, 100 years ago, suggested that good bacteria found in yogurt would increase a person's longevity. You know what? We're just getting around understanding that. And, and, and next week, I'll talk about the vagus nerve, the longest nerve of our body. But that's how the, this happens. The microbial components communicate with the brain via this vagus nerve. Just as an aside, I mean, they've, they've, they've taken animals and cut the vagus nerve and given them all kinds of bad bacteria. Nothing happened. They left the vagus nerve intact, gave the animals nasty germs. They developed Parkinson's disease. Just one instance of how vagus nerve connects our gut, our brain. But as important, the microbes interact with our immune system. And our immune system communicates what? With our brain. And there's hormonal release and neuroactive compounds that travel through our bloodstream. In fact, you know the gut has been termed the second brain. That's its nickname, our second brain. So it forms what different people will say, at least 70% of our immune system. It can weigh, the, the, the germs in our gut can weigh one to three kilograms, 0.2 kilograms per pound, over a pound of them. This immune system of ours is really important. Does it require any drugs? But You'll have a stronger immune system if you came from a vaginal birth. Bacteria will be populated as you pass through the vagina, birth canal. Breast milk would help. Mother's, the mother's skin, your, your environment would also help. You get a great start in life. Really be a good like kindergarten for your immune system. And how do we keep that going in life? As eating is natural, 
Mother Nature as possible and keeping it balanced with good foods, with prebiotic and probiotic foods, supplements. Probiotics, you know, contain live good bacteria, or the, what I like is the spore biotics. Why do I like spore biotics? Because they are coated to withstand this transit through the stomach. They don't get released until they get to your intestines, where, that, where they're really needed. A lot of probiotics, especially ones that contain, now you'll see all kinds of numbers, millions of bacteria, just never make it past the stomach, guys. They don't do you any good. But you know, there's probiotic foods too. Sauerkraut is one, miso, tempeh. Our family likes kimchi. Oh gosh, metal block, metal cabbage. Kefir, it's much better than uh, the milk of your cereal. But, and good natural yogurt, though, that has active cultures that doesn't have any fruit in it because the fruit destroys the cultures. You know, you've heard the term prebiotics. Prebiotics are like are fibers that cannot be digested. They, and they make it to the lower intestine. They help feed the bacteria and encourage food. Some ideas are chicory root. Maybe some of you have never heard of these. Muslim artichokes, dandelion greens. My favorite garlic, asparagus, or just a prebiotic supplement. Not only will a healthy gut keep your immune system healthy, it'll keep your mental state. Again, it's not that one-stop answer, but it's part of being healthy. It's a holistic approach. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that yoga has been shown to digestion. They think it's because of all the twisting and turning and that helps with digestive rinsing especially when you consider you're breathing deeply. I haven't done a lot of research in this method, it's, it's, it's listed as being of a help. You know, and some people say, well, how the heck is the brain affected by the gut? Well, do you ever uh, maybe go for some, some food, maybe a nice juicy steak or some good cobia uh, fish or whatever, and your mouth starts to water? So the very thought of eating, right? Stimulate your, what? Your salivary glands. That's where your digestion starts in your mouth. So there is an effect. Yeah, and then the food gets into your stomach and then they then, again, we have a cascade of signals releasing chemicals and gastric juice and muscle contractions. And when you've eaten enough, hopefully your digestive tract uh, Send some hormones out to say, enough is enough already. You're no longer hungry. Well, you know they say you should never eat. 
she upset. Fear can make you nauseous. Sadness, stress. You know, you're under a lot of stress, you get heartburn, abdominal cramps, you can even get loose stools, right? You should be in a, in a good, loving atmosphere when you're eating and sitting down. Take some time for yourself. And have some great exercise. So I want to thank everybody who, that has joined the podcast today. Maybe you've never heard of this podcast. It's Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Been doing it for six years. A year now on Podbean. Loving it. I have done one and a half years now on the COVID. You know, either you've you made up your mind about it or not. And I'm not going to talk a lot about COVID as I told one. I see uh, what the ramifications are because what they did to Dr. Joseph McCullough, it's probably left Kennedy Jr. and his child health um, defense website and how green medicine and a lot of these websites have just been harassed. This isn't a money-making deal for me. I just do it because I get information out. So, um, you won't hear a lot about that coming for at least the next couple of weeks. You won't hear much about the gain of function. I would love to talk about the gain of function. That was, that was funded by the NIH, but I'll hold off on that. Okay, so we want to know, we want to know ways to stay healthy, right? You know, now there's a heck of a good connection between the brain and your immunity. Gut, your brain, and the immune system. Pretty well, pretty much uh, been settled. Although, I, I must say, science is never settled. In fact, science loves debate. That's, what, that's what's killing, killing me. Politics that got involved in this whole Chinese virus thing. Science loves debate. They like to hear all sides of. So if you want to stay healthy, you don't want to be a bomb, do you? You don't want to have the funeral's best friend in your body. What is that? From now to high. I want to just tell you, just as a way of being healthy, you're surrounded by formaldehyde right now. It's in the air you're breathing in your homes. It's in the food you're eating. It's not safe. We'll say it's bound in nature, so it's safe. There's nothing natural about pumping you full of a chemical used to preserve dead bodies. So, you're probably surrounded by this. By items that contain formaldehyde. Every reason has a colorless cast. Your furniture is made out of particle board, plywood, or fiberboard. It contains formaldehyde resins. Formaldehyde could even be in the walls of your home if your insulation is left home. QF home. If your sheets are permanent press and they're wrinkle free, 
you're sleeping with formaldehyde. If you purchase a new car and you like that new car smell, well, one of the ingredients is formaldehyde. There's others that we talk about that are linked. But there's that formaldehyde. It's in glues, it's in adhesives, it's in cigarette smoke. This is stuff that supposedly was reserved for the dead. It's unbelievable. I don't know how to find out which one. It reports that formaldehyde is used in some foods and food packaging. And as I mentioned, we'll talk about a sport day next week. Now, it doesn't contain formaldehyde. Guess what? It eventually breaks down into formaldehyde. So you can't find many articles about what the scientists uh, think about being constantly exposed to this uh, embalming fluid. But how about what happens to rats, to rodents? Rats that have inhaled formaldehyde have developed cancers of the nasal cavity and leukemia. One study showed an increase in stomach tumors in rats that drank formaldehyde. Mice that absorbed formaldehyde through the skin were more susceptible to developing cancers from other causes. If your cosmetics are tainted, the lotions and other personal care products, you could develop an itchy, red rash that could eventually blister. But how do you avoid it? According to the FDA, nearly one in five cosmetics contain preservatives that release this cancer-causing chemical formaldehyde. Guess what? The FDA does not restrict how much formaldehyde or formaldehyde-releasing preservatives that can be in those cosmetics. Now, I could give you a list of seven ingredients I can't even pronounce But if you go to environmental working you'll see two bromo. You have to write these down. Now, tonium 15. You see that on a cosmetic, I have to support our livers. I will tell you that N acetyl L cysteine, N A L C, is a, is a great supplement. N acetyl L cysteine, C Y S T E I N E. And guess what? You know, melatonin is part of the COVID protocol for a reason. 
because it can also protect you from damage from That sleep hormone has been shown to protect against kidney damage, oxidative damage, and cytokine storming in your And it's been shown even to prevent brain damage from formaldehyde toxicity. So, uh, not be embalmed while you're alive, do we? All right, so this is what I want to be talking about the next couple of weeks how to stay healthy. How to stay well hydrated, eat nutritious, well balanced meals and snacks. And make sleep a priority because it is. Now, Tom Brady goes to bed at 8 30 every night because he realizes, knows about how high quality sleep can improve exactly time and, and make you healthier. He naps and he does brain puzzles. And he says he wakes up without an alarm. So get enough sleep. Because we've talked about it. Sleep has a lot of benefits. And the later you stay up, the poorer or the, the worse choices you're going to make with food and alcohol. So if you shut it down early, you can reduce those temptations. And throughout the day, take some time to rest when you can. Think about the world in a positive way. And if you're having trouble sleeping, you should be, have a talk with your health. You don't want to take drugs, though, okay? There's some natural formulations out there that can Please stay hydrated. You know, when Tom Brady gets out of bed at 6 o'clock in the morning, the first thing he does, he gets a 20-ounce glass of water that has electrolytes in it. Then he sips a smoothie that contains blueberries, bananas, nuts, and seeds. You know, he, he, he's really meticulous about his, his health. So it's not a bad idea, knowing that you... How much water you lose while you're sleeping? How much a, a mattress gains in weight over time? So in general, you know, you should drink between a half and a whole ounce of water for every pound you weigh. So if you're 150 pounds, 75 to 150 ounces of water a day. This is a guy. Infuse it with electrolytes if you care to. I, I do. I like that. We'll talk to you as we go along about supplements. And this is the last week's program of vitamin B12, not a bad place to start. And then, just as Tom Brady, he not only trains his body, he trains his brain by spending 15 minutes a day playing brain games. Does that because, of course, these professional football players also do a lot of film study. It's in that age. We need to, to keep working our brain.
Um, there are peptides that used to be taken to be illegal, so we won't talk about that. So, you know, every year they say Tom Brady, he thought he's going to retire. So he's, he gets the player about right, two holes, he, can, he should retire. He has nothing else to prove. No. He's going to retire at the top of his game. So his legacy will be intact. And, and for all of us, we can't, we, we have to have, uh, live on, with our own narrative for life and our activities. We have to have a passion for life. And once you stop doing what you enjoy, it's hard to go back. So keep, in, keep doing whatever it is that you enjoy. All right. So that's just an introduction of what I want to be talking about. I don't want to spend too much time. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to uh, this live cast. It's really humbling. So people tune in. I hope I didn't bore you. I hope I gave you some information you can use. And uh, you know, we're on Alexa and TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. So next week, let's talk about the not so diet supplements like aspartame. Um, let's talk about different things we put in our mouth. Really not good for us. Let's then talk about some things we should treat ourselves, like some good dark chocolate. Remember, running water doesn't freeze. Keep active, stay positive, have an attitude of gratitude, use your logic and imagination, get as much information as you can so you can be the CEO of your own body. We'll talk about this thing next week. Besides Spartan, you know, there's a best time to brush your teeth, best time to drink tea, drink milk, eat fruit. Now let's talk about what's the best time to take a walk, take a bath. It's the best time to exercise. Can't get it all in one day because I'll bore you. Your diet, as I said at the beginning of the program, it's not only what you eat, it's what you watch, what you listen to. What you read, the people you hang around with. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. You'll be healthy, healthy. You will have a superior interior. You will be able to resist diseases naturally. So, no matter what variant comes down the road, what new virus comes out of wherever, body will handle it. Our first line of defense is our immune system. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for listening. Uh, take Freddie uh, to take us home. And uh, for those that are interested, we'll see you again on Tuesday. Have a great day. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house.
doctor is in the house doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you i'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house see you next week <laughs>